Hey guys, welcome back to Madhouse Parents. I am Luke, and I am here with my wife, Jenna James. How are you? I am in my pajama pants, so I am fantastic. Feeling comfy, huh? <laughs> Feeling comfy. That's a uh, once about 5.15 hits. Usually earlier than I was going to say 5.15. Who are you kidding? As soon as I walk in the door. Uh, like 3.20, 3.30. So 3.31. Yeah. Jam pants on. Full Game over. Mode. Yes. Game over. Uh, yeah, it's been a while since we've done a podcast. It's been a long time. A lot, a lot of stuff has happened in our lives. Um, a lot of good stuff. Yeah. I'd say things are going well in Florida. We've gotten pretty acclimated. Yeah. We've really good friends. Um, our kids, for those of you that don't know, we homeschooled our kids last year. Yes. So that was a big adjustment. We moved from Iowa to Florida in December. Yeah. Continued to homeschool our kids through the end of that school year, which would be May. Well, and through the summer. And through the summer. That's right. And through the summer. Yep. And then we actually made the decision to enroll them back into public school here in Florida. We heard some really good things about the school district we're in. Talked to a lot of parents and made the decision to... To send them. Yeah. And they were ready. They were definitely They ready. were definitely ready. It was a big, like, leap forward, though. I was, I was a little nervous about it. But it's yeah. been good. It has been. Kudos to all the homeschool moms out there and dads. Um, you guys are special people. <laughs> I don't know. We were just talking about how we were uh, thinking about going back. I know. But, but, man, it's so hard. And you could tell by the end of the year, kids were, they by the end of the summer, even before that, they were checked. Like yeah. They don't want to hear us tell them about a fraction or a Well, when they're all their friends PO, had summer like, off, so that made a difference because we were still doing school to make sure to get through our curriculum that we wanted to get through. Yeah, and our kids are so social. They, they I was just going to say that. They wanted to go to school for the social aspect. Of yes. It. So, so we made the decision to send them to school. Um, kind of interesting thing. Then you made the decision to... Work in their school. To start working in their school <laughs> to substitute. Which... Yeah, which took off. So a little background on that. It's been, that's been awesome. Um, so I'm actually full-time in their school technically as a substitute teacher, but I'm the like ESE teacher that got another job. So yeah, I, I technically am a substitute, but have a full-time job. Too. Inside the school. Inside yeah. the school. As a sub. Which is awesome. So I'm in the middle or... school. The kids are in the elementary school. But um, yeah, I had some awesome opportunities come up like right away. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you've almost been able to work every single day. I yeah, mean, and now I do like every single else, day. Like I just show up like a teacher. I mean, just like everywhere else, there's a huge shortage of teachers and huge shortage of substitute teachers too. So yeah. And you've, when you got your substitute certificate or whatever from, from the county we live in, the plan was you're just going to go around to whatever schools were. Yeah, I was going to do like three jobs. days a week, yeah. maybe four. And then I jumped right into working full time. In the school that our kids are in. In the school that our kids which are is in. a mile from our house. Which is yes. super convenient. And I can take them with me when you're out of town and bring them home with me. Yeah, and... it's just worked out super well. Yeah. But the thing that... that I really liked about it. I think you really liked about it too is, you know, we were a little hesitant to send our kids back to school to begin with because we've been through the public school thing. There were some things even prior to COVID that we did not like. 
We, we were not happy with our previous school district and, at all. No, and if you follow anything in the news and you look at any school board meeting, you know that there's crap going on in the school. So we were pretty concerned about that. Um, luckily, it hasn't. A lot of that stuff hasn't made its way into our school. Some of it is because we little, live in Florida. But we do live in Florida, <laughs> where we have an awesome governor uh, and. Um, good people there's crazy people too yeah there definitely are but it's nice that you're inside the school because you know exactly what's going on inside the school too uh which which it was kind of scary if you send your kids to school and you have no idea what's going on what you know that's happening based on what your kids would tell you what your parents would tell you and what you think the teachers would tell you right but being in the school and actually witnessing it seeing it well, well and there's been pros and cons to it too. Like I do, I see, I've seen better things than I thought I would, which makes me happy. But there's still, there's still cons too. Um, I see Not different things with kids and uh, behavioral things and yeah. just, just things that I don't really agree with and how certain situations are handled. But overall, it's been a very positive experience and it is nice because I've met Almost, like pretty much all the teachers I have gotten like ins with them I've been all over inside the elementary and middle school which they're combined so yep um you know the good stuff you know the bad stuff yeah. and you can use that to you know make your decision whatever you decide to do moving forward yeah exactly but what we want to talk about tonight or today or whenever you're listening to this um was some of the stuff that that you've noticed working inside of school. Some of the stuff that I've noticed being a part of um, any any uh, engagement with kids. Um, any youth sports any or youth sports church or ministry, church. whatever. You know, we volunteer inside of the um, children's church or um, just things that we've seen overall. Uh, and, it's, and it's spilled in other aspects of society too. But um, there's just... There's a lot of I don't know how to phrase this without without it sounding bad. But. Wait, we just came up with the perfect quote for you, by the way. Oh. Before you even <laughs> say that, what is it that you are not easily offended, but you easily offend others? So you have to keep That's that correct. in mind yeah. when listening to this podcast, anyway. And not easily offended, but easily offends others. <laughs> so I- I'm having that put on your tombstone. Should be a shirt or maybe like a coffee mug. That'd be perfect for a coffee mug or. Yeah, just for you. Co- beer koozie. It'd be perfect. Yeah, probably a work well. beer koozie. Anyway, back to what we're talking <laughs> about, which isn't that, but, but it makes sense. Um, may, this is the best way to describe it. Sawyer came home, what, like a month ago from school. They're going through, I don't know if they're doing fractions or algebra or whatever they're doing in math, right? Mm-hmm. And a kid in her class, well, she's telling us a story, a kid in a class gap, one problem wrong right yeah when they were doing like their practice it wasn't a test and the kids started crying because they got a problem math problem wrong one problem wrong yeah and Sawyer comes home and says man kids in this class are weak yeah I almost spit out my that's coming from our 10 year old yeah kids in this school in this class are weak she hangs out with you too much she does which is perfect but they are there's a not all of them, obviously, but there's, man, kids are, what I've noticed is they have a really, not all of them, but a good 
sizable portion of them have a real hard time being told no. Yeah. Dealing with uh, disappointment. Yeah. When things don't go their way, they don't know how to emotionally respond. Yeah. And they don't listen to you at all either. It's, yes. There's a real lack of discipline. And I think... Um, what do you think, Luke? False confidence being <laughs> given to kids. And it's really yeah. impacting them big time. So we've talked about this in the past too. Yeah. But we're not like the... Okay, we're our kids' biggest supporters. We believe in our kids. We definitely provide a support system for them. We show up to every single one of their games. 100%. But if they do something crappy... Or, we tell them that. We yeah, them. and we tell them, like, not to just completely tear them down. First of all, kids aren't stupid. They know. Yep. So if you're just feeding them, like, oh, you did great, little Johnny. You only missed the goal by a foot. If it would have just been one foot the other way, then you would have scored. Like, they know they missed the goal, right? So then we're, we are we're creating weak. The next generation is going to be... It's so instead of horrible. telling them that, hey, good try on hitting the goal, maybe show them, work with them so they'll yes. make the goal next time. Right? Yes. You can't just pat them on the back and say, oh, good job. Oh, good so effort, perfect example job. here that's kind of funny. Um, last Saturday, Presley had a soccer game. Her team has not been fantastic, but they actually did do a good job this last week. Anyway, so Presley scored two goals. The third one, she, like, gave up. Right before she was about to kick it in, or I think she like kicked it, but not hard enough. Yeah, she stopped it and it like the other team like went to turn it around and then kicked it in our goal by accident. Yeah. And Presley was so excited after the game, which obviously we were like, "Great game, that was awesome." Yeah. But she's like, "I scored three goals." I was like, "You did not score three goals. You scored two goals. The other one, the other team kicked in for you." And I said, "You would have scored three goals if you wouldn't stopped on the play." Yeah, yeah, she completely gave up she before it went in. She just stood there and watched. So, like, she, not to tear her down. No. And that's, people could misconstrue what we're saying really easily because we definitely are not the parents that stand on the sidelines and just, like, hound our kids because those parents drive me crazy. But we give them constructive feedback. We give them constructive criticism. We pump them up. We're a coach, not a cheerleader. Yeah. We're a coach, right? So we... We praise them when they do something right, and yes. then we correct them when they do it wrong. Yeah. But we don't sugarcoat it either. No. I think, and what I've seen with kids, and you've probably seen it too, being in classroom all the time, and I've seen it being in the different youth activities that I'm a part of, they, a lot of kids, they just, they can't deal with it. They crumble when they get into that. They start crying or pouting. Yes. Which you're doing a disservice to them, because what's going to happen I was just talking to some of the middle school teachers and one of them was like laughing and saying that there was, it was, I don't think it was somebody that they knew. It was like a story that kind of come down the chain, but like a kid was getting out of college and his mom called an employer and was like, he really wants this job. Yeah. Well, I was like, I just have no words. Can you imagine? No. No. Like I would be embarrassed for myself. If that was my mom or me doing that for my kids, I would be embarrassed for my kids. I'm like, that is, I mean, who does that? I'm sorry, this goes along with like kids living in the basement until they're 30 years old too. Yeah. But your kids have to be thrown out of the nest a little bit. They have to be made 
uncomfortable. They have, that's how you grow. They have to be told they're wrong. They have to be told that what they did was crappy. So one of the teachers I work with, like she got called out because she told a first grader he was wrong when he did something. Like, and she made such a good point. She's like, when you're wrong, you're wrong. Like nobody wants to be wrong. It doesn't feel good. But we're all in our late 30s now, and mm-hmm. when you're wrong, you're wrong. That's yeah. Kids need to learn that. Yeah. You're they not do. doing them any like anything good by just putting them up they're on a pedestal. Dis- That's the, what I said, disservice. Once they get in, into the real world, they're going to... They're going to have a hard time dealing with this. They're going to be the kids riding, burning down buildings when they don't get their way. Yeah. Like, or, I think we're seeing that today in society. Kids haven't been ever told no and they never got their way. And now look what happens. Yeah. I, well, that's a whole different conversation. But yes. It is. I mean, but look I do. at the audience in those groups. What age demographic do you see? Yeah. Who are they? They're young kids for the most part, right? Yeah. Probably in their 20s. Yeah. You know what I mean? The kids that didn't get their way and look. What do they do? They rebel against. Or they yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, so, and you don't have to be a jerk about it either. No. It that's kind of funny. not what we're saying at all. No, it's kind of funny because one of one of my friends who has a son who's a terrific athlete, a terrific athlete. Oh yeah. Super good. But they practice every single day. Like they practice hard. They practice all the time. Mm-hmm. And we were practicing with him playing baseball. Um, Presley and Sawyer were, and he was hitting balls to Noah. And he threw the ball to first base, and Noah threw it like five feet away from the bag. And uh, my friend's like, Noah, poo-poo throw. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> like, you don't have to make it, you don't have to be a jerk about it, but you can make it kind of fun and be like, that was a bad throw. Do it again. And that's what he did. Just hit it to him again. Threw it again. He goes, that's better. Yeah. Same thing. I had another friend that was playing soccer with his son yesterday. Yeah. Hitting it back and forth. And um, his son hit a bad shot. He goes, that sucks. Do it again. Yeah. Hit it again. That sucked. Do it again. Then he hit it again. Hit it well. And he goes, all right, good job. Let's do that again. Keep hitting it like that. But that's how you grow and get better. That's how you get thick skin too right? at the same time. Yeah, right? yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. You ha- Kids and adults have to have thicker skin than what they do. You cannot be easily offended no. with everything, especially with the way the world is right now. If you're offended over everything, you're gonna, you're never going to make it. No, you're not. Like you're not. You're gonna live a miserable life at yes, the same time too. Exactly. So I mean it's it's our job to ingrain that in our kids. Again, not to be bullies or beat our kids up or anything like that, but that's how you develop real confidence. Yeah. At the same time. Yes. I mean when we moved here, our kids didn't know anybody, obviously, nope. in the neighborhood we moved into. Yep. Which is very family oriented, but we were like, go, obviously within safety, like we knew which houses had kids and stuff. We're like, go ring on their doorbell, introduce yourself, ask for somebody to come play. You know, we'd watch them, but we didn't go up to people's doors and be like, oh, well, your kids come out and play with my kids or whatever. You know, we were like, go throw yourself out there. And they did. But our kids didn't want us to do that either. No. They ran out right away. Yeah. But we've ingrained that. In them from the beginning. Yeah. If I can remember a couple of times when this Presley wanted uh, at Jimmy John's yeah, napkin napkin. I'm like, no, you go up and ask. She's like, I don't want to. I'm like, no, if you want a napkin, go ask that man up there for a napkin. She yeah. finally did. I mean, it's the little stuff like that where it would have been way easier for me to just say, yeah, I'll get it for you. Go and get it. Yeah. And a lot of people do that because they know their kids are uncomfortable. They don't want them to go talk to that stranger that works at Jimmy John's or whatever. But yeah. 
You just got to do it and put your kid in those situations. Yeah, exactly. We're only going to have them for so long and be able to put these lessons into them yeah. for so long. And then they get they have to fly the coop. So we got to prepare them for, for the real world. Yeah. Right? And we want they're not to always going to have us right next to them telling them how good of a job they're doing. And that they're the best at everything that they do because... They're not. They're not. <laughs> it's... And that's been a hard, that actually has been a hard lesson too at the same time having three girls and making sure that we like lift them up and critique them because they all have different strengths and like I've challenges. I've definitely over-rotated on, on the critiquing sometimes, especially with Sawyer. I definitely over-rotated on that with her at times. Yeah. And that can Everybody be... just send prayers for me over the next <laughs> nine years Man, or whatever. Go, oh bow. my gosh. Man, you two are bow. like oil and water. Yeah, and obviously love her to death and <sighs> lift her up too. But man, there are things where we just, we're oil and vinegar, oil and water. Yeah, I get home from the gym about 6 a.m. <laughs> and I wake everybody up. Like I shower and get ready. And then I start waking everybody up to get beds made and everything. And like within the first 10 minutes of you two being awake, I have to break up a fight. There's no fights today. I know because I was like, I, it is Monday. I love Mondays. Mondays are my favorite <laughs> day of the week. I'm like, if you guys even start. She's like me in the morning, though. She is grumpy. Oh, and slow. You guys are both. Slow moving, just like I am in the morning. So it's... Uh... Terrible. I And that's my best <laughs> time of the day. I love mornings. I come home. I'm like, I've had like my cup, two cups of coffee, whatever. I'm, I'm just slow moving. Once and ready I get to go. going, I'm fine. But I'm yeah. slow moving. Give me my coffee and let me... Sit in a corner. Prime for a little like bit. Like sit in a dark right room. <laughs> I don't even know. In a dark room. Give me some sunlight. Oh my gosh. Anyway. That's it? Anything else there, Cheech? No, I think those were the those were the stories we want to hit on. It's just I can't I can't express how important this is today. Cause it's it's not just like we've seen one or two kids like this. It's prevalent. It's very yeah. prevalent. And, and they're and getting not, away with it in the classroom. Oh my gosh. To throw oh, that yeah. in there. And I am in the classroom and kids are getting away with way more than they should. Yep. And that's the other piece is they, when, when you try to discipline them, obviously they're not our kids and there's only so much you can do. Yeah. From a discipline standpoint, but they don't listen at all. No. They don't care. They don't care. There's no If I ever, no that's what, I've come there. home so many times that's and hard. said that's that. Hard, man. That's like, really, really hard for me. How many times have I said that though when I come home and I'm like, they will like ask to go to the principal's office. Like that's crazy. Mm -hmm. When I was a kid, I never went to the principal's office, but I was terrified. Like that would have scared me. I, would the principal's office. I wouldn't have never like asked to go there. Would you have asked to go there? No. Why would I do that? It was never an enjoyable experience. No. <laughs> you usually got in trouble and then I have to miss recess. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the worst thing to do to you is take you out of that poor soul that had to sit worse. with you during recess I, I cannot even terrible. imagine terrible but again it's not all kids I'm not saying that all we had, no there's great kids in the youth stuff that we're in a lot of really really good kids good parents but man you, you just notice it more and more like you gotta you can't do everything for your kids you gotta see them fit and you gotta correct them yeah do it from a place of love though too like, like yeah I said. but only way you really build confidence. Well, we don't just do that just to tear our kids down because it makes us feel good. When you praise them for doing something poorly, you are you are telling them that hey, it doesn't matter how you do something in life, just just do it. Right? But That's and also by them. doing that, you're de 
like diminishing what the praise that they get when they actually do something really good too. It makes it That's less a great important. Point. That's a really good point. So then why would they ever strive to do something good when they're getting a praise either way? Yeah. That's like motivation thing. Yeah. Because right? then when they do something really good, they're really proud. So yeah. I mean, we want to develop kids of character. We want to develop kids that, that contribute, like leaders. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's the only way you can do it. Yeah. So, anyway. All right. Thanks. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.